Crumble Flam, Part 15. Crimble Tide, Part 1. Colder than an ice giant's nipple in here. Pray silence for their majesties. Him and her. I, Lord Crabtide, call to order the, the thingy. Oh, let's get on with it. Quite right, Ermintrude. <clears throat> Thank you, Vivian. Well, as you all know, Christmas Day is just around the corner. And it will, of course, mark the first day of our festivities. And let me tell you, we have got to make it the best we've ever had. Just listen to this. I received this letter from my sister this morning, Lady Diana the Delightful. Oh, Diana, lovely little thing. How is she? Be quiet, Vivian. <clears throat> Quite right. Dearest Ermintrude, gosh, another year gone by. Can you believe it? Our preparations for the 12 days of Christmas are going really well, actually. The kitchens even managed to make a life-size sugar sculpture of me. Gosh, I was so embarrassed, honestly. I have a marvellous surprise planned for my darling St. John. For the revels on Twelfth Night, don't tell a soul, but I'm going to dance in the mask, and I've had the most amazing costume made. Gosh, I can't wait to see his face. I hope all your festivities go well at Crumble Flan. I know how cold the castle is in winter and how dark, but I'm sure you'll be able to brighten it up. All my love, your sister, Diana. Fancies herself a bit, doesn't she? Immensely, Sid. But she is very pretty. Well, yes, but she's not a patch on you, my love. Besides, you have better legs. Hmm? right I do. But that aside, we have to up our game. I'm not going to let my little sister outdo me again with her outrageous Christmas festivities. So, to that end, I'd like to check that everything is in readiness and we're giving it our all. Oh, why bother? It's all a load of nonsense anyway. Goodness, what was that? Don't look at me. Well, it weren't me. I'd never dare break wind in the presence of me betters. Vivian! Oh, be sensible, woman. How can it be me? I haven't eaten in four weeks. You've kept me on this wretched advent fast. All I've had is a dry biscuit for breakfast every damn day. I'm starving. It sounds like it's coming from you, Crabtite. Look, it's... Just, oh God, oh, <laughs> it's just an inflated bladder under your cushion. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Get it out of here. Oh, I say, that's, that's jolly funny. <laughs> oh, crap size. <laughs> your face. Well, it's nice that you're taking your role as Lord of Misrule for the Christmas holiday seriously, Sid. Of course, Your Majesty. I believe, as with any job, if it's worth doing at all, it's worth doing properly. Good. And what about the decorations? Due to arrive today, Your Majesty. We had to get them delivered, of course, because no one wants to go foraging for holly and ivy, as it all grows over by the plague pits. 
Hardly puts you in the festive spirit. Quite. Well, you and Lord Crabtide can go down and collect them then, when the wagon arrives. Oh, do I have to? It's cold enough in here. If I go outside, I might die. And wouldn't that be a shame? How can you be cold? You're so wrapped up in furs, a passerby would mistake you for a small bear. And what are you wearing on your head? This is a beaver fur-lined cap with satin embroidery. Thank you very much. Yeah, but, but does it really need the beaver tail sticking out the top? You look like Cambus Khan. I'm not going to take fashion advice from a burke going about with deer antlers tied to his head. I have to wear these. I am the Lord of Misrule. Would you get this thing away from my posterior? Again! That's priceless, really. Right, so you two are in charge of decorations. Good. I shall go and see Grundleburn the Great about a little idea I have to make tomorrow's feast go with a bang. Uh, uh, and, and I shall go and get some food. I'm absolutely famished. No, you will not, Vivian. I told you, we're sticking to the fast this year. No cheating. Oh, but my belly's practically inverted. No. Hey! hey. Ah, silk mantle. May God shower his blessings down upon you like rain upon the parched ground, just as it was in the arid land of Dustbucket, where the people prayed for a spritz for forty days and forty nights, and were granted a flood of deadly proportions. And good morrow to you, Elder Sackcloth. How are the rehearsals with the nuns' choir progressing? Very well, thank you. Sister Clarence still insists on wailing some extraordinary top notes on her own and leaving the rest for dead. But it's just enthusiasm. I'm sure she'll toe the line on the day. Verily. Oh, are you all right? Perfectly, Abbess. Oh, what is the matter? It's just... Mm, your winged wimple, good lady. It keeps slapping me in the face. No, oh, I am sorry. Fear not, for does the good book not teach us to turn the other cheek? Oh! Oops! Well, that's both cheeks now. I really do apologise. It only takes a slight breeze and the thing is unmanageable. Honestly, I think one day there'll be a big gust of wind and I'll be airborne for good. Ah, but how we should miss you were that to pass. Kind of you to say, Elder Sackcloth. So... How about your sermon? I suppose you've no need to rehearse. You must have the nativity down pat after all these years. Not so, goodly abbess. For each year I choose a different text, a different facet of the greatest story ever told, so as not to bore my brothers and sisters. How interesting. Yay! Last Christmas I did regale them with the story of how the prepubescent percussionist of Paraptipon did maketh his way towards the manger, having spied aloft a mighty star, and on his way... Yes, 
Should we perhaps make our way down to the town to collect the delivery of candles for mass? Um, yes, uh, verily, of course. Jolly good. Spit spot, then. Oof. Sorry. Ah, oh, so Rafe Fairplay. Uh, <coughs> how doth it hang of, uh, as I believe the young monks are saying these days? Your Majesty, it hangeth straight and true like a fine tapestry, or the body of a wretched traitor at the gallows. Right. That took an unnecessarily dark turn early on. May I take this opportunity once again, sire, to thank you most humbly for inviting me to join the Order of the Knights of the Picnic Bench. There's really no need. It has been one of my Uh, deepest uh, uh, desires since uh, I was but a spudling squire on my swordmaster's knee. A thousand thank yous, sire. Yes, well, it probably is a thousand by now. (laughs) You will thank me every time you've seen me since the ceremony. Uh, but really, uh, since Sir Dusselford turned his toes up, uh, we had an opening, and you're a good fellow. Your Majesty is too kind. Oh, yes, yes, yes you're, you're, a, you're a top bloke, the sort a man can depend on, reliable, the type a king can turn to in his hour of need. But of course, sire, anything you require of me shall be done. <clears throat> Got any food on you? Food, sire? Yes, man! I'm so hungry, I'm seeing my dead ancestors. My stomach thinks my throat's been cut, cauterized, and cremated. I'm afraid in this instance I am unable to assist you, sire, for I have been fasting through Advent. You too, poor swine. Indeed, sire. Yes, I began my fast a week early so as to be entirely sure I was not digesting any remnants of sustenance on the first actual day of Advent, as is my pious duty. You're telling me you haven't eaten for five weeks? Tis true. Not one solid morsel has passed my lips. Naught but water. Good God, man, how are you even alive? The water alone is lethal, let alone the starvation. It is my... Nightly obligation. Uh, Forgive me. I I must sit down. Oh, of course. Uh, Don't, 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 don't stand on my account, old boy. Or my robe, eh? Eh? (laughs) Oh, 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 he's fainted. Yes, well, that's uh, pretty much as expected. Right. Kitchens, I think. Verily, it is said that the very streets were littered with limbs, and so it was that Gratin Putatus, legionnaire of Rome, said unto the leaping leper of Lamantos, Natus, what dost thou play at? Packeth it right in. And the leper did cease his leaping, and spake, saying, Ah! Wallace the Welshman, good tidings, how goes it with you? Ah, it could be worse, I suppose. Me and a couple of the lads are just off to the woods to find an absolute cracker of a yule log, see? (laughs) How wonderful! We're on our way to the gate ourselves. Will you walk with us? Please? I'd be honoured. We look forward to seeing you at the service tomorrow, Wallace. I understand you have a strong singing voice. Yay! Just as it was with Beantarfis, the base of Burra Burra. I wouldn't be attending the service, Elder Sackcloth. What? 
but this is sacrilege. Downright, uh, paganism. Well, as you said, see, the wife and me were brought up in Wales with a whole different set of beliefs, boyo. Oh, so you are druids? Well, druish. Predwen is still a practising priestess, but I'm not so ardent since I lost my leg in a mistletoe gathering accident five years ago. A curse on that sickle! Toifting! Goodness, how unfortunate. God's judgment. What was that, Bible boy? Well, we shall miss you, Wallace. But it's important to respect others' beliefs. I really don't see why people make a big fuss over these things. What? But you're a nun. So? Just because I have chosen to devote my life to God doesn't mean everyone has to. What the blithering heck do you think all the Crusades are about? I just think that's an excuse for a lot of silly men to go about bullying people. I must say I'm a silk mantle. It's very refreshing to hear such views from a representative of the church. Oh, well, I'm really only in it for the money. (laughs) I jest, of course. Though the girls' brewery is raking it in lately. Grundleburn, hello. Over here, your majesty. Good heavens! What is that you're sitting on? A chair, Majesty. And what's it doing on the ceiling? Sometimes, when I can't get to the bottom of a problem, I find it helps to look at things from a different angle. Well, could you come down, please? I'm getting a terrible crick in my neck talking to you like this. Of course. Hey, up! Ha! Perfect dismount. Ten points. Not quite perfect, all this. You landed on my foot. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's fine. Let me just check it's not too badly damaged. Look. No, all seems well. And may I say, Majesty, I'm very jealous of your legs. Darn right. Now, I wanted to talk to you about the Christmas celebrations. Hmm, not much of a one for Christmas me. When you've tasted of the wide world's different teachings, as I have, you begin to realise it's not the be-all and end-all. You know, in parts of Mongolia, they don't mark Christmas or the winter solstice at all. It's all about the new year. Yes, it was Mongolia that I wanted to speak to you about. You once told me that you had seen men there working on a kind of lightning display? Exploding decorations that lit up the sky. Fireworks, Majesty. Those things, yes. Indeed. It was an extraordinary spectacle to behold. And so loud. It was later reported that all the dogs from miles around whittled upon the instant, and for the most part upon folks' bedclothes. Amazing! Yes. Though I think that causing canine incontinence might be something to try and avoid. Well... I was hoping you could make us some. It's not something I'm entirely au fait with. We'd have to experiment a bit, but I'm sure we could make do an in effect, Majesty. However, I advise we go outside. I've recently redecorated and I don't want to have to do it all again. Riddle me this, Nuncle. 
What does a Christmas elf learn at magic school? He's alphabet. <laughs> oh, shut your ridiculous mouth. Lest you feel sting of frostbitten fingers after I've buried you in the snow. Oh, right. Blimey. Just trying to get into the festive spirit. Never mind elves. We've got ourselves a winter goblin here, eh? Mr Grumpy Goblin. I swear, Sid. I'll make it so you'll never be able to blow up another fart bladder cushion again if you don't pack it in. Why are you in such a bad mood? I mean, you're always in a bad mood, but this is a particularly bad one. I can't stand this time of year. Everyone's always coming up to me and shaking my hand, wishing me a Merry Christmas. I wish I'd just leave me alone. But that's what it's all about, mate. Love of your fellow man. Goodwill to all men and women. Ha! Goodwill be ballsed. Crikey. Right you are, nuncle. Ah, here comes the wagon. Good. If I stand out here much longer, me trouser truffles will be good for nothing more than keeping your drink cool. Whoa there, drop anchor, moody my beauty. Well, I'll go to the foot of me tight. Captain Culverin. I'll be a weevil and a biscuit. If it isn't the pig wrangler. Boy, I thought you were swept out to sea in that there storm. We sang a sad shanty at your passing. No, no, I was, uh, uh, it's a long story. Anyway, what are you doing here? Ah, well, it be this way, you see. It's true that all the girls love a sailor, but it'd be hard for them to show it when a body be out at sea all the darn time. So I says to myself, Culverin, it be time to give up the water-going life and settle down with a good woman. So I sold me ship, the maudlin, bought this here wagon and got myself an ox. No woman yet, mind. Still? Yeah, great. Where have you been? You're late. Who be this lubber with a face like a slapped rump of a cabin boy? This is that bloke I told you about. Lord Crabtight. Remember? Oh, aye. That makes a lot of sense. I had a few addresses to go to before yours, matey. You're lucky the gatekeeper opened up when he did. I was a seagull's fart from leaving a sorry I missed your card. Never mind. You're here now. And you've got the decorations, haven't you? That I have, to be sure. Uh, whilst you unload, is there somewhere moody here that can get a sip of water, lad? Certainly. There's a trough just over there. You'll have to break the ice first, though. No problem there. This head of mine is broken through doors of oak, three inches thick. No wonder he's such an idiot. Ah. Right, I suppose we'd better check everything's here. Ah, robbers. Oh, watch out. Merry tidings of the season unto you, my fellow followers of Christ. May the day bring you joy unending. May the light of God's love fill you in unto your very eyeballs. Oh, bog off! And hello to you, Lord Crabtight. What snuck up your snoot? Ah, I spieth the shipment of candles on this goodly cart. Let us check their number. We don't want to be found wanting tomorrow. One. Well, that's the old cow watered. Have asked, mateys. Who be this siren wearing a set of sails on her head? Oh, it's just my wimple. Abess silk mantle. Hello. Ah, 
a bride of the big fella himself, and the prettiest there ever was, to be sure. You could lure an unwary sailor to your rocks and no mistake. You know, before I became a nun, I did court a seafaring man for a little while. There was something about the smell of sea air and the breath of adventure that I found incredibly attractive. That and his enormous boat. I would stand at the dock awaiting his return, my breast full of longing. But those days are behind me now, of course. Blimey. Here, Abbas, do you know if Elder Sackcloth is going to stick to the nativity for his sermon this year? Or is he going to bang on about some little drummer book no one's ever heard of again? Alas, I fear he intends to delight and enthrall us with another unfamiliar section of the good book. Oh, bum. Verily, that be three hundred and twenty-one candles all accounted for. Let us... Well, that's just grand, isn't it? Three hundred bleeding candles scattered in the snow, you cretinous clergyman! 321, matey. How about I get the torturer to dip you into hot wax and make it 322? Yeah. How do you cheer up a candle? Eh? Snuff it out. <laughs> it will be delighted. Hey! <laughs> Goodness, it's busy down here, isn't it? <clears throat> oh, my sainted hosiery. All these delicious smells. Castor, castle the cook. Your Majesty, what are you doing down here? If I'd have known you were coming, I'd have... A baked cake? Oh, I could jolly well do with one. I was gonna say I'd have scrubbed off some of this goose grease. Oi, oi! What do you think you're doing running about with that hot pan, eh? Can't you see the king is here? Have some respect and crawl past. Blimey! You just don't get the standard of kitchen boy you used to, your majesty. If you say so, Castor. Uh, now look, my uh, <clears throat> man, uh, if you are a man under all that oil, sweat and uh, flour, <clears throat> I, I was wondering... With uh, respect, uh, good king, I can't even spare a moment. I'm up to me culinary conkers here, like. Can't hardly see the food for steam. Yes, literally. <laughs> Proper miasma. I don't know about your asthma, but there's a fog as thick as my backside and no mistake. As you can imagine, there's a lot to prepare for the feast, your kingship. Not least, the pig's head. The crowning glory of the old blessed thing. If I get that wrong, we may as well be having pottage and pasties in our pants. In indeed, I, qu I quite understand. I was just wondering if there were any, any scraps you might be able to plate up for me. Hmm? Can't do that, you Irishness. Forgive me, but I'm under strict instructions not to allow you to have anything to eat. Strict instructions? Uh, from whom? Her Majesty the Queen, like. She was very particular. Do not, under any circumstances, she said. Let me husband have any food, Caster, or I'll have you stuffed like one of your suckling pigs. Oh, if only I was stuffed. Now, uh, listen, I, I don't know if you're aware of how the hierarchy works, my unctuous underling, but King is above Queen, old friend. 
Yes, yeah, you're mighty shit, but look, with respect, I've got a lot to get on with. I can't be discussing no high arches with you. It's bad enough me spit-turning lad Spamlet talking away to himself all the time. Keeps moaning on about seeing the ghost of his dead dad or summit. Good Lord, how very odd. Aye, he's off his nut, that boy, but I keep him on because no one can roast a side of beef like he can. I tell you, he can make solid flesh melt in mouth like... Hey, lad, you sleeping perchance? Hey, dreaming. Aye, there's the rub. Now get it worked into that lamb. Honestly. Oh, lamb. Oh, oh look, look, please. Could I just have a, 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 a tiny, tiny morselette? A, a sliver of ham, mayhap. Ham? Your Highness, it'd be worth more than my life to let you have some ham. I'm practically at death's door. And you wouldn't want to be responsible for the death of your beloved monarch now, would you? I, I suppose I could let you have biscuits. Only if the Queen asks, it weren't me that gave it you. Oh, no, no, not another arid, crumbling biscuit. It's all I've been allowed and I, I'm, I'm frankly sick of them. Aye, well, I'm not letting you have any ham. On that, I will not budge. Oh, all right, so, so we've established that I am allowed a biscuit but not a slice of ham, so now it's just a matter of haggling down from ham until we find a happy medium, am I right? Oh, we really don't have time for this like. What's that? Oh, now might I do it, Pat? Answer me that! Sorry, your majestic ship, I'm going to have to sort this out. Take cover, your majesty! Contact! Goodness! Oh, uh, Weren't you wearing a hat, Aldith? Yes. Just, it seems to be missing, along with a lot of your hair. Oh, oh well, the stuff always grows back, onwards and upwards. I was just wondering if we could achieve different colours, actually. Maybe if I put some copper filings in with a saltpetre mixture. Hmm. Anyway, let's try another. Wait, no! You're there! You're in a hazardous area, young man! Uh, What? Good heavens! I could have blown you to kingdom come! Why? What have I ever done to you? Mordred the Minstrel! We are in the middle of an extremely dangerous experiment! What are you doing out here? Oh, I was just walking my dog, Nineveh. (coughs) Oh my good heavens! Shut the front gate! She is adorable! <laughs> She's all doe eyes with strangers, but let me tell you, back home, when Daddy's too busy to feed her bread dipped in dripping, she can be a little bit, bit annoying. Tell me, Mordred, are you in full readiness for singing at the feast tomorrow? You must, as you know, sing the pig's head entrance, the cornerstone of the whole event. It's very important, and I need you to be fully aware of how much pressure there is on you to be absolutely pitch-perfect and amazing on all fronts. Well, to be perfectly honest with you, Your Majesty, I'm not all that sure I'll be able to reach the high notes. Why not? What do you mean? Failure is not an option, young man. If you sing a duff high note, I'll make sure you sing nothing but high notes forevermore. I protest at this treatment. Can I help it if I have a sore throat, Your Majesty? Uh, Have pity. A sore throat? What are you doing wandering about out here in the snow? You should be wrapped up in bed, keeping warm. Set fire to your bedcloths, whatever it takes to fix it. I wouldn't advise burning your blankets. 
Majesty, it is not with a cold or cough that my golden pipes suffer. Pray give me a little more credit. I look after my instrument with the utmost care. Why, even in high summer, I keep it well wrapped in a scarf. Then what is it? Uh, I was last week giving a recital of the ballad of Tulip Tis Beranon and his strange attraction to the stable boy when some music-hating Philistine decided to show his discontent. How? Oh, madam, he punched me in the neck. Oh, my goodness. Here, let me examine you. Open wide. (laughs) Couldn't you uh, wash your hands first? Oh, nonsense. A bit of soot never did anyone any harm. Hmm. Yes, yes. It's a little bruised down there. I suggest a little turmeric to take down the swelling. You heard the woman. Go at once. Turmeric. Get well. Sing like a bird. But, uh, but, Nene. There's no time. Leave the dog here. Go. Majesty, behave yourself, Nene. Oh, I'm sure you'll be as good as gold, won't you, you little cutie pie? Honestly, I don't think anyone is taking this Christmas holiday at all seriously. Well, it's only a party, Your Majesty. It's just meant to be a bit of fun, a get-together. It doesn't need to be anything complicated. You don't know what you're talking about. Everything has to go perfectly or else... or else... Or else what? Oh, never mind. Well, she seems a little wound up, doesn't she, Nenev? Now, I'm going to make a loud noise with this firework, so you might want to put your paws over your ears. <coughs> oh, I can't do it. I just can't. I mean, who knew a bunch of leaves and berries could be so heavy? Yes, positively backbreaking. You have got hold of the other side of this massive pile, haven't you? Absolutely. You you haven't at all. Me carrying 50 fathoms of greenery and garlands, and you carrying a single sprig of holly is not what I'd call a fair division of labour. You're a serf. You're lucky that there's any division of labour at all. Ever the stick up your bum charmer? Don't you talk to me like that. Lest you be thrown into the great, great grinder. Paint and pending. Wherein your body will be pulverised into fine particles and spread on the streets to be trod upon by your fellow men. Come on. Loosen up. For tis the merriest time of the year with a high nonny nonny and a high... Hey nonny no. Oh. Honestly, what happened to make you hate Christmas so much? You want to know? Everyone says it's all about family and love. Well, some of us don't have any of that. All right? So why should I get all jollied up when all it does is serve as a reminder of all that pain? Eh? But that's not true. You do have a family. Me? The king and queen? We're your family. God help me. Look, where are we going with this lot of festive foliage anyway? To the Great Hall, of course. Deck the halls, the holly, and the ivy. Joyous tidings to you and your kin. Get on board, Crabtight. However much you might dislike it, Christmas is happening. Why don't we hide them? What? Yes, 
Let's hide the decorations. And then the Queen will think that everything's ruined. It'll be hilarious! <laughs> you mean as a prank? Uh, yes. Yes! That is what I mean. Yes! A Merry Christmas, Jake! Now you're getting into the swing of it. Yes, I'll tell her they've not arrived. And then at the last minute, we'll reveal the fully decorated hall in all its grandeur. Excellent plan. Yes! That! Let's do that. Right you are. Where shall we hide them then? Why not here, in my rooms? Lead on, me lord. Here we are. Just dump it on the floor. There. Shouldn't we shove it under the bed? Bung it in a wardrobe or something? Eh, don't worry about that. I'll find a suitable hiding place. You just go off and do your Lord of Misruling. <laughs> Alrighty. I'll be back in the morning to collect this lot then. And Uncle, I bid you a good night. Tiresome pillock. Now then, time to hide these decorations. Hide them outside the window. And in the moat. So much for your Christmas, Sid. <laughs> it won't be happening after all. That was Crumble Flam. With Callum Hale as King Vivian the Vague, Philippa James as Queen Ermintrude the Organised, Katie Spencer as Lady Diana the Delightful, David Boyle as Lord Crabtite the Cunning, Jacqueline Johnson as Grandalburn the Great, Wayne Ingram as Sir Rafe Fairplay, Lewis Alcock as Elder Sackcloth, Amy Wicks Young as Abbess Silkmantle, Sam Young as Castle the Cook, Ivan Wilkinson as Captain Culverin, Roger Parkins as Sid the Surf, Christian Patterson as Wallace the Welshman, and Dylan Alcock as Mordred the Minstrel. <laughs>